What's up, everybody? We're back at the Par Bar, and you're on Island Block Radio, powered by Dash. Dash. I'm your host, Mr. Rich D, and Mr. Vince T is now at the fair because he's out there trying to win a bear or some shit. Some kind of like a Teletubby or something, I don't know. But in the meantime, in between time, I got my boy Twisted up in the house. What it do? And at the bar, man, we got a special guest. Actually, we got two special guests, but I don't know if the one's going to talk. Mr. Armand King, though, is one of them. What's happening? Yeah, from Paving Great Futures. He's out here hanging out at the bar. And then we got our boy, Boy Boy. Boy Boy! He's hanging out. He skipped his game. Bro, you're supposed to be out of game right now. Oh, he's injured. He's injured. Remember? He's injured. Yeah. He's mentally uh, affected. <laughs> you on the bench right now? <laughs> hey, this is oh. a hell of a bench to be on, son. <laughs> That's his injury. That's his injury list. Yeah, you got you, hanging out with the right with champs right now. <laughs> But, man, so we got Armand King here. Um, we have a lot to get to, so I think we're going to kind of skip that weekly catch-up. Because um, my boy, Armand, actually, we went to high school together. Yes, sir. Uh, here in San Diego, California, for those who are listening out there. but um, And for those, I think we kind of talked about it really, uh, in our past, maybe season one, season two, um, that, you know, I mean, San Diego has its, its definitely its ups, right? I mean, definitely its ups. But there's a time period that uh, San Diego had some downs. And it was a good stretch of like maybe the early 90s to maybe like the late 2000s. What do you think? Like mid 2000s? Yeah. Early 2000s? Yeah. Something like that. It was kind of turned up. It was, it was, yeah, it was getting a little crazy out here. Um, but you know what I mean? Like in those, that, in that time too, we also had CIF champs. We had uh, some good points in there. But anyway, so the point, right, that we're getting to is he runs Paving Great Futures. Uh, paving great futures. I want to make sure I, I say that clearly yes, and distinctly. Um, that's a, a comp, uh, association here in, in San Diego, and they're they're trying to help our youth um, succeed. Which, whether it be on the financial tip, the um, technology tip, the the rap game, the music industry. I mean, let me say rap game. Let me say music industry. Um, whether it be whatever you're doing. But just to give them a, a, a pedestal to kind of step on, get up there to, to have the, the game leveled out for them, not just on the sports level, but also on the academic and just life in general. Would you would you agree with that? Life, hey, summarize it right there. Just life. Just life in general. Life in general. Yeah. Um. So so tell us a little bit about Paving Great Futures, and then we can get into the past, but, but tell us a little bit about your um, company that you're now is it a company it's a it's a 501c3 nonprofit organization um i am one of three co-founders of paving great futures um all three of us were born and raised right here in southeast san diego we are natives we are close to the pain we are close to the the um the voice of the the, the voiceless ones that are out here because we grew up in these neighborhoods so we know the needs directly so started off there so when paving great futures came into play in 2012 when okay. we started we actually got our nonprofit status in 2013 right. we've been active um, without rest for since 2012 my um our team has been um right here you know really new to this no one really just came and just taught us but we have had um, great mentors thrown our way god has delivered great people in our past to help us um do things correctly mm-hmm. because we didn't want to, we didn't want to get out here and, and start this organization that's based off uh based on helping people and then it fall off 
Right. You know, or, and that's or, really the hard part, right? Up. That's the hard part is to make sure it continues. Right. That's what that's what everything longevity. You know, that's that marathon. You, know you ever have I mean? that moment when you see some uh, like in the beginning? You have like a kid looking at you and you're like, okay, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I'm just trying to help you. And then you actually see like productivity of that, that yeah. growth. And then you're like, damn, it's working. I can't stop, it, son. It feels good, man. I can't stop. Can't stop. Yeah. You know, knowing that, you know, just thinking like, okay, you got to think, you know, not, not no ego, nothing. But it's like, if you weren't here, would there be a replacement for what you're doing to help people's lives? With my piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. If my partner Jay wasn't there, if Barry wasn't there, if Ebony wasn't there, if all these different pieces of the puzzle, if we weren't there, it'd be something missing. Right. All of us have value. All of us bring uh, uh, bring value uh, and, and can contribute to this right now to help and save lives. No matter what it is, there's no part too small, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a football team. We all have our different positions to play, but you think the water boys are insignificant, but try having that game with no water boy. Yep. Being dehydrated. The cheerleaders are important. We're all important. You know what right. I mean? For real. So No, and I and I hear that. Um uh when you so back in going back to like a little bit of high school, a little bit of the history, and this is before we get into like uh um more of the foundation. I used to see uh Armand around school and, and we talked about this a little bit before we got on the radio. Um we used to have fun. Like, I used to always see him have fun. He always used to smile. Big smile, big cheese. He knew who Armand was because Armand wanted to be known. He wanted to make sure everyone knew who Armand was. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Right? Yes. But it wasn't, like, in a bad way. It's just like, hey, I'm, I'm Armand, man. I'm, I, I like to smile and just make sure everybody <laughs> see you laugh. But there's always, like, a hidden agenda right right in the back. There's always, like, maybe not hidden agenda, but there's always, like, a, a side hustle that was working w- with your time, right? Shoot, yeah. I'm, I'm a hustler. You're yeah. practicing your game is what it was. I'm a, yeah. I'm a hustler, man. I'm a make a way out of no way. You know what I mean? When you see me in high school, you know, Behind the scenes, you're not knowing that, like this young man that's in high school is living in his and paying rent in his own apartment. You know what and I mean? That wasn't with just the roommate with you. that goes, nah, yeah. and that wasn't just with you. That was also with everybody. Like right. everybody, like had these side hustles. You For just real? showed it. You just showed it pleasantly, <laughs> right? Like I'm a pleasant hustler. Yeah, pleasant. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Hey, let, let me smile while you hey. like like why? Uh, hey, man, just buy this. It's five bucks. Right, two for ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But it yeah. sounds good. Um, yeah, I was selling tiger muffins in eleventh grade too. Dude. Come, come about the hungry and tiger. That's the thing, Woo, bro. Boom. Had him tucked in the apron. Come out, meet me, Vern. When Vern coming up, because he got the Mad Dog 2020. So first we was shift. Shut the. F- I give him. I gave him the tiger muffins. He slid me the bottle of Mad Dog that he just hit the lick for. So he come in with that. Boom. I'm good for the day. Sell some more. Uh, sell some more tiger muffins. Let the day's begun. So how much were you taking off the top of the Tiger Muffins, man? I don't remember, bro. I don't honestly. I don't remember the price. I think I was selling them at cost. Oh, because kids just didn't have. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I was selling them for, but it was free to me. I was the cook. You know what I mean? It's crazy because Tiger Muffins are made. They it's still what? to this They're day on point today. Till this fucking day. Um, is it still there? Yes. I yes. was just there yes. the other day yeah. and it looked like it was gone. No, it's still there. Still there. They moved it. They Mr. just Rollins. got a whole hey, brand new, new Gary Rollins. Oh, that's why. Yeah. yeah, he told me it's still there. So. Yeah, it's the new and improved. Um, uh, Tiger Muffin. Yeah. So, so uh, okay. So 2012, this gets established, and this is for the foundation of the youth. You figure like, um, what am I? What's the word? And you, like, we you, like honestly the, didn't. We didn't start off like this just for the youth. We were we started off this for the community. Even though, and then some people, I mean, you know, they see us with uh, maybe more men involvement, mm-hmm. but it was never like this is a men's group. It was never like this is just for 
uh, uh, black people just for it was like this is for the hood we need to help the hood we need to fill in these gaps that are missing right now and help the hood and our first actual classes started off with ages 17 to 35 you know what i mean it was not about necessarily the kids we actually we concentrated more on young adults for a long time and then right. started dealing but it's like once you start helping with these problems it, um, you like start going down the rabbit hole this problem's connected to this problem you start helping with homelessness, but homelessness connected to this and that and that. And it's like all this web of just problems. So we, we had, uh, actually at a point had to just stop taking on different things so we could focus and concentrate on select problems. Yeah, I got you. I mean, the issues. Too much stuff on one so, plate. Yeah. So when you started connecting all those problems, like you're like, well, you know, let's all right, let's create this for this. And then you start seeing problems. You're like. And like, does it ever hit you in the back of the head? Like, oh shit, that was my my fucking problem back in the day. One hundred percent. Because I never had that. One hundred percent. Like that's that's what the beauty of us, like, bro. Like, if we haven't been there directly ourselves, we somewhere in our family or whatever. Like, most of these problems that homies have and people have growing up in the hood, they're not isolated. You're not the only one that's gone through this. Right. So also know there's also people that have gone through your same situation or worse and have made it through. So if that person made it through, this ain't no X-Men, this ain't no super, this old, no, you know I me, mean, mutant. If they were able to make it through, know that you can too. And oftentimes we give up as a people and don't think we can actually make it through because our situation is so bad. With no focus, concentrate, and push, you can make it through. You feel me? Does it ever, do you ever have these situations where you have kids come in, they're like, they're like, nah, man, like, you don't understand. You don't understand my situation. And they're like, and and then you or uh, Jay right. or BJ right. come up and like, bro, you don't understand what our situation was in the 90s, early 2000s. And, and, and instead of like dropping all the hard hammers on them, you're just like, let me just curve my brain and let me just help him understand that we can understand his situation and let me just help him or do you just drop the hammer like you don't know motherfucker <laughs> so honestly I, I i haven't i haven't had that person come to me like that yet and i think as you're saying it i'm like because i know that's common like someone saying oh you don't understand where i came from yeah so I'm like i believe why that hasn't come my way is because like say with our classes say with our um when we're mentoring we start off hood right so you don't have the second to think we didn't come from where you come from because that's how we introduced ourselves so it's like i'm not i'm not opposed to you like social worker adam (laughs) i came at you like hey motherfucker i came at you like (laughs) bitch you ain't shit (laughs) i came at you like we came at you like big homie from the block from the jump what's happening (laughs) oh what <laughs> Might have put up on you with some Nipsey Hustle blow. You know what I mean? Like, so you don't have the second to think he don't understand because it's a it's a recognition. Right. You don't have to wonder, is this person from where I'm from? You know what I mean? And then we start off like even in our classes, because we want people comfortable mm. and not feeling like and the good thing with San Diego is like the our hoods, like it's so small, like everybody knows everybody in some kind of way. Right. So it's not like we're hidden either. Right. Like most of the, the young, young kids who we deal with, like, we know their parents. We right. grew up together. Or they know of us in some kind of way. You know what I mean? And then the older folks that come, they know us. We know each other. So it's like we're one big family. We may have different names, but we're just the organization that's utilizing our platform to help bring the family together. Okay, so I want to jump on that uh, that 
bring the family together because I, I hear that a lot. But before we get to that, once again, guys, you guys are on Island Block Radio, powered by Dash. Uh, once again, this segment is brought to you by Paving Great Futures with Armand King. They have an event coming up this weekend, and it's sponsored by them. So what is what's the event Absolutely. coming up? Absolutely. This is the sixth year of the Four Corners of Life celebration on the corner of the of Euclid and Imperial. It goes from one to six. You have live jazz, line dancing. You have capoeira. You have rap. You have, um, you name it, a free food, uh, different vendors, um, all kind of entertainment, comedy. Just We're celebrating life in the community. Far too often, we um, we actually, in a, in a sick way, celebrate death. That's been known as the four corners of death, death for forever. a long yep. time. Even though no one's even really died there in over a decade. Yeah. But we keep that stigma going and words are powerful. So we change that because there's so much life and good stuff going on in our community. And if that's not being recognized and that's not being put on a plateau, you know, then we can't re- wait or rely on the news to come cover the good stuff that's going on in our community. That will mm, never happen. Exactly. Uh. We need to create our own media. We need right. to broadcast our own things that are going on. I'm not the one to wait for people. So we, we as Paving Great Futures and and uh, other collaborative community organizations are doing great work. Shouts out to Pillars, I'm my own blessing. You know, I'm my brother's keeper and many others doing great work, great people. We put this event on every year. There's going to be a dunk tank this year, too, and I'm going to be in it. You what? Yeah, $100 of auto. No, I mean, uh, <laughs> no. It's $100 well spent, folks. So, well so, spent. Yeah, so that, that's the thing, right? So you, when you said uh, bringing families together, bringing the community together. Right. When you, when I saw that um, Four Corners of Life, I knew it as Four Corners of Death. I think a lot of us know it out there in right. San Diego. Yeah. Um I mean, definitely, definitely a bad area. What was the thing that brought to you? You're like, you and your team, one day, sitting there, like, you know what? Let's change that. Let's change that area. This came before us. You know, there's people like uh, Mario Tawu Baraka from Imperial Barbershops. People like him, and maybe a couple other people I've heard from. G's, OGs before our time. And that was already starting at Four Corners of Life and saying it's Stacy Butler before we came there. OG, you know, um, he was on that corner promoting peace and having the signs. He was doing that for a long what time. What does that sound familiar? Stacy Butler. <clears throat> so he was a big case. OG. Yeah, he's, he's you know, case. So he came out and he'd been doing that, pushing that line of positivity and, and gang unification right there on that corner. You know, you got the homie, uh, Big Bro Musla, who's been out there regularly. So this has been an ongoing thing. It has not just been a Paving Great Futures thing. And we utilize that spot because I, I, it's, it's landmark to Four Corners of Death. There's yeah, not you want to change that statement. There's not too many places with names like that and brands like that in yeah. the hood. So it's kind of like a central point right there at that mm. busy intersection you know you do have you know you do have major sets to you know to the corners so it's it's kind of that that staple in the community so we chose that as a, a place to to you know to add some add some positivity and light to because yeah. it's it's not a bad place we are impoverished it is poor people there but not bad people you no. know you got victims of their situation and circumstances that's living over there and making the best of it and you have great people that have come from them corners that we don't necessarily know or hear about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great things come, great people, yeah. great things, great ideas come from there. Yeah. We're just celebrating it. Mm. There you go. I appreciate that, man. I, I I think that's great. Like I said, I've been so I've been following for those who are listening right now on uh, on on the radio show or on live. I've been following Armand for a long time. Um, him and his team have been out there, and they've been. They you guys do your also your turkey drive there, right? And actually, we drove by it. 
Um, and you know what's okay? I mean, this might be fucked up, but I was like, I just want to drive by and grab a free turkey real quick. You see if this shit's real. You could have. You know what I'm saying? Like I could have. Turkey. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I just want to see if this shit's for real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this was like a year ago or maybe two years ago. I was driving to the Guam Club. The Guam Club's over there. Okay. The South, the sons and daughters of the Guam Club, and but I saw you handing them out. I'm mad, and I honestly, honestly, God, brother, I was so proud. Of you and BJ and, and um, Jay, I keep on wanting to call, call him Rashi. Yeah, Rashi. <laughs> like I still want to call him Rashi. I'm just like, but uh, but that's you know, um, yeah. I was so proud of you guys at that moment because you guys took something that was um, not necessarily you know, I don't know. It was bad. It was bad. I mean, right. right. Sometimes we try to play it down. Right. Like it's southeast. This is how it was. But I mean, shit was bad at one point. Right. You know I mean, like it was bad. It was bad, but you took something that had a bad stigma to it, and you're trying to turn it into something positive. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. And you and you're doing it. Yeah. And you're doing it with probably some people like saying like, hey, I don't know, man. Like it's you might be wasting your time. Does anybody ever give you that? No. In the beginning. No. I wouldn't even hear them if they did. And they, they like we're real ones. Like. Mm-hmm. You want that conversation? With your, with your boys, are you we can have that now? conversation. Yeah, with, the, with your boys, you're doing it now with uh, with Jay, uh-huh. BJ. Uh, who's the fourth person? So it, we have multiple people. Really, our team. There's nothing. Just understand this too. Uh, there's nothing epic, nothing great. And we're going for great shit right now. Nothing great in the, the where we're trying to get to can be done by one individual. I might be out there more vocal, be facing, but it's not an Armand show. And it's not about to ever be an Armand show. It's the mission's bigger than the individual. Mm. And we got a team of great people. And everybody plays their role yeah. to make this shit happen. Right. There's no way I could do it by myself. Jesus had the disciples. You know what I mean? Mm. Everybody, every, it's a team. You know what I mean? And and that's how organizations that were doing good maybe in the past because the individual, they get big-headed. Right. And they start thinking they the one. You feel me? Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, like and Mark Zuckerberg. Hey. <laughs> Boy, look at that Facebook that live bill, right now. That billionaire can think whatever the hell he wants. He made it happen. Hey, God damn it, he could buy this city. But now nah, he could. Matter of fact, he just, you know about his Hawaiian situation? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. Uh, yeah. two years ago. I think he gave up on that. that did venture. he? Did yeah. he? Yeah. He did? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Because I thought he was a good soul. So when I start hearing the situation, I'm like, you can't just allow that. You're well, just- you, when you have property, people, you know how those guys are. You know what I mean? They're selling property and they ain't really telling you all the truth. Right. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's just some of the locals. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, motherfucker. This ain't eminent domain, man. Right. It's not going to happen. Nah. <laughs> the sell the, the real realtor was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, Mark Mark did it. He was the one saying it. <laughs> blame, <laughs> blame the rich curly head guy. <laughs> the one that wrote the check. <laughs> so so tell me a little bit. Um okay, so that's that's a little bit of the history of it. Right. A little um, bit. Um a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's definitely within like, you know, right. snapshot. Yep. Um but you also have uh, your current situations, which you guys are in. You guys are doing like that really well. like a bad relationship. <laughs> yeah, hey, your, current know about your current situation. <laughs> oh, no, your, your current <laughs> is great. No, I think no. your current, I think, is great, right? Yeah, single. So, oh, wait, wait, go ahead. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, we're doing a dating show now. Hold on. No. His name he, is Armand King. And he likes long walks on the beach. Not really short. No. short he loves Hennessy, though, bar, I'll tell you that. With a bar right after. <laughs> bar, bar, hashtag. Um... So the current situation right now is that you guys have champs running. You have champs. That, uh-huh. That's the current program. You have one going at Bell. You have yep. one that's uh, your audio. And is it also visual? 
I, I'm just I'm, I'm just really amazed at how much you know on current. You're there. Oh, I'm You're telling smart. you, bro. I follow no, you. you. Are right. No, so, I follow you, bro. Yeah, like, right. so, I want my kids, like some of the kids <laughs> that who are who are in my program, because we have Irancha. We do. Right. I have about 120 students, and they're wow. not all the best uh, best kids. You know what I mean? They're <laughs> you know, good. There's some good, knuckleheads. They're good kids, right. but you know what yeah, I mean. But they need some guidance. When they when they can't when I can't help them, their parents can't help them. What I say is like, hey. Like I, I, almost, I swear, to, I swear to you. I say you need to go down this program, champs. I, I feel like that will help you. So you know, if you ever, if you ever want us to, we can maybe come visit, yeah. and we'll explain. Or if it's even if it's a one on one, whatever. So we can because they can actually get a feel, and I probably can let them know a little bit more. Because understanding communication is everything. And like I know me, if I it, at a young age, if you were just telling me go to this program and you, I. I need, what They're the, gonna what save is, you, right? Right. Like, let I don't me know no more saving. about it. You know what I mean? Yep. So I, I, I'm willing to come in. You know, anybody from our team is willing to come in and talk to you. Dude, any I would love that. that. I, I have a, I have a couple. Um, I mean, I'm not saying they're they're bad kids. I think it's like they're, they're criminals. It's like no, I'm they, joking. You know what I mean? Like they just want they don't want to hear the next. They maybe they don't want to hear me say it. Right, and that's the thing too. That's the thing too. Mm-hmm. They'll start looking at you like your big bro. Mm-hmm. And like when you get that parental figure, it's like parents can be saying all the right stuff in the world. You know, you know, my mom told me all the best things, and it didn't go in one ear and out the other. It stayed in that little black box in the back of my head. Yeah. That box didn't open. It had a timer, time lock on it. It didn't open until I was 30. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, my mom. Hey, bro, is that the weirdest shit? That. Is that the weirdest shit? <laughs> she said stay away from girls too. like that. You know what I mean? She said those weren't really your homies, but I'm not nah, them the homies. Nah, they're not the it, homies. It takes somebody outside of that right. to say the same thing. Same thing. And that's the frustrating thing as a parent Right. is when you see that, it, even as a coach, mm. coach of yeah. baseball. So it's the same thing as a coach. You got that one kid on the team. You're telling him everything he's supposed to be doing, right? And he's just looking at you like, yeah. But then you get another person come up and tell them the same thing. They're like, "All right," and they're all about it. So and it's the most out. frustrating thing. It's frustrating, but check this out. So now, me and you, as adults, have been through the shit. We're right. here. We're at a different stage in our life. We and you both understand that to be a fact. Yep. So yes. now, now if effective. we really want to save this kid's life, and we know that's a fact. So now our job is to figure out who's who that the best person. Yep. Let's get that person and not always try to be that person. Right. Because we, me and you both, we agree 100% on what you mm-hmm. just said. So now I know that as my hair is getting grayer mm-hmm. and I'm getting older and I'm becoming that pop, that right. counselor. Right. I need to get my next level young homies on the right path and page so they can help the next generation to help the next generation. Because right. when you're in the hood, you're looking up to and listening to the person that's slightly older than you, still cool, still current on the hit right. wrong what rap music you listen to. You're because listening. they relate. That's the person you're looking up to, bro. You're looking up to big bro. Even though, you know what I mean? So we it's generations, right? Mm-hmm. And we and to stop this cycle of death and incarceration, we gotta hit every fucking level. Right. Okay? So it's not just help the kids. It's yeah. not just and forget about yes. this. Also help level. your help your brothers right next to you. That are that are mm. just new parents or getting frustrated. They That's don't figure hard. they can't figure it out. Because they didn't have a dad. How you gonna figure out something yeah. that you was never shown? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we out here screaming no deadbeats in the set. Me and my friends, we had what no. I, I'm the only one that had a partial dad. I'll call him a partial dad around. My right. homies didn't have no dad. Yeah. They had to learn. Who taught them how to parent correctly? 
nobody. Yeah. But I love what's happening now because more men are being real fathers right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's amazing. So we we gonna change this shit around. It gonna happen overnight. The problem. So let me ask you about overnight. that. Let me before we uh like uh, go into yeah, our next to break. Tell me to shut up sometimes. I can no, no. Yeah, yeah. Before we get into the next break, so they had that thing about like um they have it going around. Maybe it's been what a year. Um, masculine. Um, toxic masculinity. Yeah, toxic masculinity. Okay. And someone told me that, and I said, well, all you need is a mature man. Mm-hmm. To be there And then that's where it, it changes Do you believe in toxic masculinity Or do you think it's just Yeah I believe in toxic masculinity What is it though? It came from a toxic ass environment That started off hundreds of years ago From a toxic ass situation Of people coming to a country That did not belong to them Bringing people as slaves Terrorizing indigenous people Raping women Taking people Killing people Murder Just destruction to, to, to civilizations um, And and, and starting even there, even the women that they brought over was second class. Some savagery happened towards women way back then. This is not new. This is not a new occurrence of toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity came into this United States of America and terrorized this country. So what do you and think? We are on the remnant of that now. So all of this is learned behavior. Porn, all, uh, human sex trafficking. This is learned behavior by the people that live here now. So how do you think we fix some of that within our own culture? We, start, we, we, we It's going to take us as individuals to start teaching our kids different and better. That's it. That's all we right. can control. So masculine, like responsible masculinity. Us. And I don't see if you concentrate on negative, you're going to get more negative. So I try not to even use the words toxic masculinity. I teach positive masculinity because if I teach you how to be a positive man, you end up being a positive man. Then there's no room for the toxic. So I'm not even going to concentrate on how to make you not toxic. I'm fighting against a system that made women like that they're trash. They're you know uh, uh, bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. I've been that's been embedded into my brain since a kid. Yeah. When, I'm, when I'm silly putty, when I don't even have an example of what a real man is, because my mm. dad was toxic, because he had no dad, because he had no dad, and this cycle just continued and continued. So this shit is on us to make things better. So once we realize that, if you don't move forward and teach your kids better, you're you're the problem. You're the problem. And if you're the homie of somebody who ain't doing right by his kids, you part of the problem too. Uh, and with that being said. <laughs> Once again, you're on Island Block Radio, Pulse of the Pacific, where paradise lives. Look, my nigga, this is dedication. This is anti-hesitation. This is a real nigga celebration. It's a dime block declaration. 59th and 5th that granny house with vanilla wafers. It's the remedy to separation. Tupac of my generation. Blue pill in the fucking matrix. Red rose in the great pavement. Young black nigga trapped and he can't change it. Know he a genius, he just can't claim it. Cause they left him no platform to explain it. He frustrated, so he get faded. But deep down inside, he know you can't fade him. How long should I stay dedicated? How long till opportunity meet preparation? I need some real nigga reparations. Or I run up in your bank just for recreation. Dedication, hard work, plus patience. To some more of my sacrifice, I'm done waiting. I'm done waiting, told you that I wasn't playing. Now you hear what I've been saying. Dedication. I 
looking at the box. Boxing homies, three on one. Got DP, but I ain't dropped. Trap on me, here I come. Spin around the block, they broke down me. Said I ran a stop sign, but that's a lie. I spent my whole life staring at the stage. Playing Sega, daddy smoking shirt. Mama playing spades, catching papers. Grandma said I get some Jordans for my grades. That's my baby. When she died, my heart broke a hundred ways. I spent my whole life trying to make it, trying to chase it. The cycle of a black man divided, trying to break it. You take a lost shit, don't cry about it, just embrace it. Mind a setback for major comeback, that's my favorite. My nigga L said you do a song with Nip, K dot here better grip. I said here, man, first you hear the words out his lips about flourishing from the streets to black businesses. Level four, y'all living, giving to false imprisonment. Listen close, my nigga, it's bigger than deuces and foes, my nigga. Since elementary, we close, my nigga, you're straight like that. I give you the game, go back to the turf and give it right back. For generations, we've been dealt. Bad hands with bad plans. Prove your dedication by hopping out Grand Ams. You met the premier politician with top nip and snoop. Damn, clock watching the way we cool. Dedication. If it ain't congratulating, it look like hate. If it ain't congratulating, it look like what nip say. Hold up. Nah, this ain't entertainment. It's four niggas on the slash. Man, once again, we are here with Armand King of Paving Great Futures. And if you're joining our live feed, man, it's intense, but I love it because that's what we need here anyway in our community. We always talk about it. Sometimes, I mean, this is a conversation actually that does come up at bars or your um, your normal barbecue. The things you were talking about, I definitely agree with, man. And um, I love, hey, and in five seconds of being around you, I love how you are with your kid. You can already tell, bro. Keep oh, thank up, you, bro. man. Appreciate that. On everything. Hope yeah. Keep oh, those, but the, those ones aren't his. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. Hey, and if that's the case, I respect you even, even more, more, son. What's happening? There you go. He you know, just, hey, that was an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. And shout out to those fathers that it, those ain't your kids and you being a real dad to them, man. Yeah, for real. So they hand clap. Let bro. me ask you. Let me ask you. Do you have any Islanders over there at, at the Champs program or at the um, at the library with you guys? Yes, you do. Right now, currently in the Champs program, nice. as we speak. There's, there's, I, I, as leaders so or as uh, students, as students right now. Okay, as students. Yeah, man, because I'd like to be part of your program. I like to help some with some leadership. Hey, it sound good out your mouth. Come on and get off the couch. <laughs> no shit, homie. No. Hey, Don't test hey, me, motherfucker. Hey, I'll hey, be right hey, there. Tested. Pull up, homie. <laughs> well, challenge accepted. Here it is. Right now, I don't block radio. I'm about to be part of all paving great futures. Say that, dude. Yeah. So, so how do how does one get involved then? Just get involved. Just show up. One thing for sure, like we, um, our doors always open, bro. But like, what do we do? Just show up. We, just, we don't, yep. you know, background check. Show up. Then where's you know, where's this at? You get a different kind of background check with us. Oh, okay. Like remember earlier we were discussing how small San Diego is. Yeah. yeah. It's only five, I, I will find out. We will find out who you are if we don't already know. Okay. And you yeah, already so. kind of cleared a little bit because I know where you rooted from. Mm. So that has a lot to say too. And and you know now I just got to tap into the Islander circle real quick. Hey, hold up. Bro, okay. Oh yeah, he good. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no time. Hey, last time that I checked, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it should be good. I mean, I don't think I fucked anybody over. I'm trying to think now. I'm like, I'm like, shit. No, that's a different time. Background check, son. Well, hey, you did have that once. Part no, of your twenties. Your twenties where you was blacked out and you have no memory. Yeah, I mean that was, but I ain't doing anybody but wrong. You can't help be account- held accountable for that either. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of our twenties was kind of blacked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a different time, man. You, yeah. for, forgive, <laughs> right? Why are you bringing up? Forgive, forgive. <laughs> Hater. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, Paving Great Futures. Yes, sir. You got your programs. Um, what other programs are you guys working on currently, uh, as far as the future, and you're moving forward? 
Honestly, I think no new programs, but we've had in this past year, recently, we've had two new programs. One was called CEO, Cannabis Education Opportunity Program. I saw that one. That one's dope. We know. I want to jump in that motherfucker. You should. You should. It's the green rush right now. It's the green rush right now. And we've been, so myself, I did three years in the feds behind marijuana. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm. I know people that have struck out behind marijuana that are not getting home ever. Oh. You know what I mean? Life sentences strike out yeah. behind that, that rooted in a marijuana case. Impacted hella by uh, the, the uh, what's it called? The fight on drugs. You know, the, mm-hmm. our communities. And now it's legal. And now yeah. rich, Crazy, wealthy right? people. Stock market, they're going to get super wealthy off of it. Stuff that's impacted us and harmed us and, you know, for years. And now a certain demographic is going to get rich off of it. And we're going to be, because of those felonies and stuff too, we can't get involved. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We can't even get in the industry. But oh, that's these, crazy. But this other side is going to get wealthy. Southeast, there's four licenses you can get for legal dispensaries in this area. Nobody I know is in position with, with the amount of money needed to even get that. So who's going to get those licenses? Yeah. Who's going to be, because the, the people in the community is going to go there because it's convenient. Right. And they're going to be soaking up resources. None of that's going to come back to helping programs, no. helping no. schools, improve our parks, our streets, things that could help us more. None of that's going to be coming back to that. And we're not willing to sit back and allow that to happen and just watch that go down. It's almost We'd like, be a fool. It's almost yeah. like the result of a great plan. Like it was already laid out. It was uh, duh. Yeah, we're not stupid. Yeah. We've seen this play before. I've yeah. watched this movie before. Yeah. It's right. not gonna it's called happen. Prohibition, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is not about. <laughs> this is not about smoking weed and just being high. Yeah. No, this is an industry that's not just about selling weed either. There's manufacturing. There's any from seed to purchase. There's packaging. There's marketing. There's distribution. There's all these different sub industries about from this industry and careers and jobs mm-hmm. that really the homies in the hood been perfecting we're experts yeah, we, yeah. Have, we can pull out a resume on weed selling yeah, you right take, now you, you, take the, you take the local players out of the game right and once they're out of the game you bring in the outsiders right. but we're the experts yep i know how to package and sell mm-hmm. i know how to flip i know how to do that mm-hmm. i've been doing it already since a kid so why are you gonna not only do you locked us up for it now you're locking us out of it so Ooh, no, that's crazy. No, thank you. Locked yep. up and locked out. Yep. Damn, no, I like that. No, thank you. No, thank you. So, and I'm gonna say that with a straight face. And I don't need to smoke weed to know that this is an industry that could help, really, really help our communities if done right. Yeah, yeah. It's called social justice. You know what I mean? It, social equity. <laughs> social real. equity. Social equity. I can see that. Yeah. And there's been these. This has happened in Oakland. They've had these social equity plans with the city, with tax money going to directly towards, um, you know, the inner cities, mm-hmm. and for people that was formerly involved, justice, criminal justice involved, whatever, that mm-hmm. had to do marijuana to be able to get in. Wait, so Oakland to, is doing Oakland, that now? Los Angeles has had this, they, and they've been trials that they haven't been the best, but we can learn from them and create a, a good one, which is in the yeah. works right now with the city of San Diego. There will be a social equity plan. It's because people like us are pushing that line. But we're not going to close our eyes and just let this slide by us. That's dope. We can't. No, we can't, no, no, no. Bro. I agree. We can't. So how? Do, wait, tell me more about that because I feel like that's really interesting. It is. What the social equity? Yeah, and social equity. And so these plans have Diego. been these plans have been implemented. Well, um, in San Diego, like what, so, what's and, happening now? 
So currently, let me not speak on it because honestly, I'm not the best versed at this and the okay. one directly involved. My other partners are. We could have a whole social equity show. Yeah. It's reality. It needs to be talked about. But it is something that the city of San Diego is looking at right now. There was recently a, a big federal uh, a grant and money that was coming in to um, for, for cities that had these social equity plans and San Diego didn't. So we couldn't even apply for those federal funds. Yeah. But this is real life and it's happening right now. This is bigger than the homie selling weed on the corner. That's you huge, I mean? man. And and it's funding and finances that could really, like we, we're looking at all these different options. This is a viable option that's right here. Let me ask you a question. So when, when let's, real let's real say, quick, real quick, oh, yeah. so just to let you know how big the audience is right now, we got uh, Jose Kors. Checking in all the way from Bolivia, right? What's happening, Bolivia? Shots out. I'm trying to visit. Oh, yeah. So let me ask you a question, though. Like, so when you, like, okay, let's say this all comes down, social e- equity. Right. Um, how does that finance, how does those finance end up getting dispersed within the community? So I'm going to say this, like, the whole plan hasn't been ironed out. And I'm I'm, I'm willing to, we, will, we, we have enough brilliant minds to sit down and figure out, okay, we have this amount of funds that's coming in through taxes, through, through however these people are fined that are operating in our community. And really just period, because um, the cities and people have benefited off the backs of people going to jail for marijuana that's now legal for years. So money has been coming in. So we don't even have to just direct that just to the hood. There needs to be a plan in place where some where funding is coming in. If let's say, okay, forget it. Armand's way. If I had it my way, we would tax all of these operations. However, it happened, there'll be some percentage, whatever's worked out, that came back to help impoverished communities okay. to be able to develop, whether that's programming the money's going to, institutions, whatever it is that would help. The poor communities benefit from that. That's some new funds. This mm-hmm. hasn't always been. Can we? If it, I'm, I'm just saying again, this is my way. Yeah, yeah I would yeah, take yeah. percentages funding from every operation, and they would come into the communities, and now can help us get social equity. You know what I mean? It, social, that's my way. Okay, so and, and this is where my where I guess, I guess our conversation can kind of have fun. Um, mm. Social equity meaning like Because me personally I would put money Into the education system Right uh, into but the, Let's the say field a new trip. education system We were just talking So bail We were at bail together And we yeah. were, and I, Did you hear how I mentioned I had I love bail now And they have a Bomb ass principal right now That's dope Thank God That has us in there And some more people in there bomb. Once again this is, uh, Bell's a, uh, For those who are listening On the radio This is a, um, a Middle school here in San Diego Which is kind of like In our Um I don't want to say ghetto, but in our, in our... It's an impoverished community. Okay. It's in a low-income yeah. community. Low-income. A lot of low-income families' children low, low go income, to that school. Low-income, middle class. Right. Here, yeah. So. And, the, and our middle class in that area is low-income. Right. It's, it's San Diego's yeah. expensive. It's hard. Yeah. It's expensive right. as hell. So what I'm saying is, like, okay. even that school, I went through, I got straight Fs and Ds every year, every semester, and they passed me. This The way this school system is now, there's some gems in there, teacher-wise, but overall, the big picture, yeah. the school system is fucked up. Yeah. Okay. And it's not set up to make kids succeed. It's not teaching you financial illiteracy. It's not teaching you how to be a boss, how to be an owner. It's teaching you how to be a prisoner and an employee somewhere, make it minimum mm-hmm. to continue this stuff. So I would not give to the, the, the um, unless I wish, like, I understand, like, teachers even are so low 
paid, right? One of the most important jobs in the world, world. they should be yes. paid. Yep. But we pay yeah, NFL man. players to run a ball back and forth millions of dollars a year. But the people that are in charge of raising the next generation that's going to run the world are paid crumbs. That makes no sense. None. And it's not your fault. It's not my fault. But how the current uh, school system is set up, it is set up for your kids to fail. So if any money comes in, I would put money. Once again, I'm back on my what I would do. Mm. Not saying that's what yeah. the right thing is. This is my opinion. I would create a new school. This system ain't broken. It's working exactly the way it's supposed to. The way it was set up to. This is not. The system is not wrong. This shit need to be erased and set back up. Mm. Brand new. I, I agree with you. I, I think. Uh, I agree with you to a certain extent. So right. I mean, once again, like we're 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 examples of the San Diego Unified School District, right? And and the weird thing, right, is that me and you graduated from Morse. Right. Um, and I would say that we're what you you would consider successful um coming from our area. Yeah. Right? And, and, and then and but it, I had I had a boy but how many of the homies is not successful. Oh plenty. so we were at we're we're an exception. Yes. To the rule right, We right. happen to make it out So right. I can't speak on me And what enabled me To make it out When my homies is dead My yeah. homies my, the P, Our peer group Went to jail mm-hmm. They didn't make it out We're exceptions yeah. So I can't speak on me As an individual You know Knowing that I got homies In the fucking grave Right now Behind a broken ass Fucked up ass school system. system yeah. You know what I mean? And then my kids are going through that same school right. system. So what you do is as a parent, bro, is is because we really is like you don't have too many choices. Where am I gonna send my son? Then? Right. Am I gonna so, homeschool him? So this, here, let me let me tell you this. So this is what I did, and 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 this is what I feel like. Well, maybe I don't feel like I like that should have been in a, 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 a continuing thing. I got involved in my son's elementary. I said, what do you guys need? What can I do? What can I provide? I'm lucky enough where I work for the um, the government so I can take time off because I've put a lot of years into the government. Right. I get I get a lot of time off. And, and really, like you said, we didn't have no dads. So I just said, fuck it. I'll just quit my job. If, if, this, if it worse comes to worse, I'll quit my job. I'll be here for my kids. Right. I'm going to be here for them. What do they need? Because I, I can see I can see the difference when you have parents there in in those environments right once again so you move on to middle school but what i'm gonna do in middle school middle school sucks here middle school their whole attitude changes so you ain't talking about no elementary kids you're talking about some like motherfuckers you know what right. i mean like no yeah i was one of them yeah and you know what i mean like them motherfuckers right and then it goes into high school um I remember us going here, and my one of my, my my personal best friend went to UC. Now remember, UC was the shit that at that time. Good, that was the good school. That was school, but you had to get you had to get bust out. Get bust out. Fuck yeah. UC. I'll tell you right now. Right. <laughs> UC. So you had to get bust out. You had to get bust out. Right. From at like five thirty in the morning. But if from, you win, you were lucky. Yeah, and if I you, and then you had to put your name on a list for that shit. Mm-hmm. But you could tell the difference between the education mm. system, between me and my best yeah. friend. Yeah. You could tell a huge fucking difference. But they're San Diego Unified. Right. So it should be the same, it right? It should be the goddamn fucking for, same. For no matter where you're at, the schooling should be the same for each kid. But it wasn't. It was of the community not. that that school's in. 100%. Pretty much so, affluent, uh, right. you know, money Upper wise, middle class. Yep. East La Jolla, yeah. they call yeah. it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. Went, I went to Mission that school. Bay. Right, Mission Bay. At one point, was a, was a fucking on. prominent school, man. Bro, yeah. 
Yeah, bro. Yeah. So why the okay? So just real break this shit down, nut, nitty gritty. Why the fuck is this different to go to a different school and you're in the same grade level? Right. Who is setting that up? Why can't I get the same education south of the eight that they're getting north of the eight? Yeah, right. and why can't I have the same opportunities and resources brought to me in front of me? Of course I'm a gang banger. Of course I'm selling dope. Of course I'm pimping. Look what you gave me for an option. Yep. And I didn't bring this myself. It's not my fault. Now, as you get older and the decisions you make is on you as a man, but I started off with a with a broken foot. That's how my life started, bro. That's the race. You start that yeah. race with that broken that's foot. That's how I started. And, and so that's so the reason why Armand's on here is because he's helping our community build into the next, um, basically giving him a, everyone a pedestal. Trying to. And that's what we're trying to do here at, the, at uh, with the Rencha, which which I which I run with my wife, which we try to do here also in the par bar is kind of give you um, leaders who are behind you. Um, and the one thing is that I, if you're watching or listening, I implore you to do the same in your community. I mean, I mean, there's hard shit out there. I understand that. Right. I think we all understand that. Mm-hmm. It's and, just and bro, know that no, I'm I'm on mine. And, and people are giving me like a, a boosted name But I'm not fucking special bro I'm not intellectually special I can't talk that oh, yeah. good I, I got mean, homies that talk dude, way better like, than like, me no, even I'm sh- an average mother Yeah right? I like, we, we can have, all do this Yeah right? we, we had this radio show based on on That we just talked and drank around Around the, uh, the conversation Right But it was a, a, an in-depth conversation When you have kids When you start having people who follow you You have a responsibility back to them Right and I was like, why isn't this on the radio? Why can't I find anything on the radio that pertains to what I want to hear? That part. And so this is why why we started this this uh You didn't wait for radio show. you created it. Yeah. Exactly. Um <laughs> but Armand, give us a little bit more about um Paving Great Futures and where people can find you guys. I mean, we don't have much more time. We have like 13 minutes, but Okay. That's what's up. So Paving Great Futures, we're on all social media platforms. If you know us, you know we wear the brightest color known to man. It's called Safety Green. We've renamed it Bean Green. If you say you can't find us, use a lie. That's what you said, Bean. Snapchat, Instagram, well, you name it, we there. We on there. And and we and we made we got the brightest color and we try to stand out for the for the purpose of if somebody needs some help, we don't want to be, where are they? We want you to be able to find us. Yeah. You know, as we when we came into this, people would tell us, man, there was this group growing when you were growing up. There was that group growing up. Because I was like, where were you? Where was the older friend? You know, and nothing against them. But I didn't personally, I didn't know these groups existed. And we had yeah. help out there. I didn't know. So I don't know where the fault came in. I don't know where the gap is, but we're trying to close that gap because I don't need this next generation not to know they have help yeah. out here. You that's be what out I'm there. saying. You want to be out there hey. in their face, let them know and what's that's up. that's the thing is. We're is, right here, bro. Yep. We're here. You need that? We're here just we're like here. the two-story McDonald's, like the Barrel Taco Shop. That we're part. right here. Like the four corners of life. There you go. So where do you guys, you guys have an office? Right down the street from here. Uh, what's Where's the office location? In Lemon Grove. Address? Uh, I'm just a hustler. Now we gotta make sure we can uh, vet you before you come into the office. Hey, hit us on the on the Facebook, hit us on the Instagram. <laughs> what about um, what about doing? the culinary stuff? Are you guys still doing So the yeah, we do that's our entrepreneur training program. We use the culinary hospitality industry as a Trojan horse to mentor individuals. There you go. You guys have a um a kitchen? We op- currently are partnered up with Bayview Baptist Church, one of the most amazing community-oriented churches I've ever seen in my life. Where's that one at? Right um, around the corner from here, too, right there on Benson Avenue. 
Uh, we that's where we hold our classes oh, yeah, right at right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's it's actually now currently called uh, Pastor Timothy Winters Drive, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, old school Benson. Right. Okay. There. Yeah, yeah. That's where we have our kitchen. We do catering. If anybody out there needs catering, we do that. That helps um, keep our doors open. We give um jobs to the people going through our program, they're able to work, earn a living, you know, learn some get a skill. Learn, learn, yeah. I think I might yeah. have an event for you guys to cater. Well, that's what we do. You name it, we can do it. Yeah. I'm a chef. That's what I do. For fun, I chef. You know, mm. I'm doing this since I was a little kid. That's what I'm talking about. Just open a restaurant in Vegas. If you're in Vegas, go to Catcher's Fish No, House. you didn't. Did you yeah. open? We're going up there in August 3rd. Pine, come on. I'm going to go with you. All right. Let's go. I'm out there every two weeks. Let's so we're going go. up there for uh, Guam Liberation. Shout so. out to Sly Stunner. Oh, we about to go eat some food. Go so what, what's the food type? Um, it's a uh, it's fish, man. Fried fish, chicken, uh, Nashville, Nashville hot chicken sandwiches. Man, we got uh, soft shell crab sandwiches. Nah. We got a bomb ass batter. This is all rooted in San Diego, but we put it brought it out there, bro. It's ridiculous. Dude, oh, the shit. food is. We about oh, to go yes, there. Sir. We're gonna get our yeah, so we go. We actually dope, like bro. our whole group. So we're mm. pretty much like 120 of us. Hey, yes. come. Plus parents and family. Man, y'all y'all ain't ready. We ready. We ready. Y'all for you. ready. Y'all ready. Y'all ready. Hey, y'all, hey, hey, y'all my island. Y'all my islander, bros. I know y'all know about that seafood. Let's oh, get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, man. <laughs> Let's make right, it. So before we get out of here, because uh, what, what time are we at? What time are we at? Mark. Eight thirty-five. Um, tell me a little bit about um the financial classes you guys have. Okay, so you know, mo- like, okay, because I think Jay's running that, right? He is. That's Jay, the money mentor. That is the, the financial guru. He is the CFO of Paving Great Futures. But you know, a lot of us get into trouble growing up because for the pursuit of money. Yeah, he's the okay. CFO. He's That's the crazy. finance man. That's crazy. If you need any insurance, he does. But it's not that, that crazy. It's not that crazy. Right. Transferable skills. He's, all, he's <laughs> always <laughs> he's always been the finance man. You're right. Like he how just we had, this, he huh? just had to change the lane. <laughs> See, one financial lane might have lent you, you know, energy yeah. up there. <laughs> and some of that. You feel me? Yeah, that. We learn by our mistakes and we just put on a tie and then we call Bro. it different. You all- put on a tie and also you change your title, also it's all good. Yeah. yeah. All my life. <laughs> so if you're old enough, if you've made it through the struggle, realize the shit that you went through through the struggle is not, it's not dead. It's not, you know, it was not just a wasted time. Take those skills, take that energy, and transfer that to the positive world. You know You're going to win, homie. You, you just said something right now. Okay, look, well, let's start. Look, okay, good. Let me finish yours, okay, and then cool. I want to. So, real quick, you just mentioned the struggle. Real quick, describe that. Just going through it, man. Like, you didn't, you, you, you didn't, we wasn't raised in an upper middle class neighborhood. You wasn't raised in a middle class neighborhood. You wasn't raised where you, you didn't have to worry about your lights, your rent. You know what I mean? Right. You had, you know. Now, I wouldn't even say just a two-parent household. Like, you just wasn't raised. You was raised poor, bro. Right. Straight up. That's a struggle. When You know, there's people that wasn't raised with shit. Mm-hmm. There's people that was raised with shit. Which right. one was you? <laughs> the struggle. The okay. And you saw right. the difference growing and, up. And then even with this level, there's different types of struggles. I'm, right. I'm speaking I'm speaking about the struggles of the inner city. The struggles of, uh, 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 you know what I mean, minorities. The shit that's going on. That's a struggle. Right. Society period. Society period. Yeah. But we're all going through struggles. Even rich people are going through struggles. They're killing right. themselves too. Yep. Right. Because mentally they can't take it. So, str- it's, it's, so as humans, we go through struggles. Get here. It was a struggle. Mm-hmm. You would uh, what in triple darkness against millions of their sperm 
to get to this egg traveling upstream and you're the one that made it. You were born in struggle. All of us went through that path. So what makes you think the rest of the shit gonna be easy? And that's how you started life. Life is a struggle. You go. Mm. Um, wait, 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 wait. I was gonna ask him something, but that fucked me up. Talking about the finance? No, it was something else. No. Uh, shit. Watch okay, so what, what, tell, tell me, tell me a little bit more about Jay's thing, though. So, okay, so, so Jay, Jay, Jay has so he our teaching, finance. Yeah. He teaches finances, and he he recognized that you know what I mean. It's not about how much money you make; it's how much you save, how much you invest, and actually building the finances of the community. Because a lot of the problems that we get into are based off of trying to get money. We are born in poverty. We're creative. We're great people. We go after it the wrong ways because we don't know the right way. Mm-hmm. So he is teaching people the correct way and how to get money, how to invest your money, how to get into stocks. He's uh, teaching the kids at bail. See, that's the thing too, man. Literacy. Investments, bro. Like people don't know about investment, and at least in our in our that, our culture. And how can we know if no one taught us? Exactly. So we, we're just filling it once again with the finances, filling in those gaps. Mm-hmm. So and what, no one taught us about money. So how did Jay learn about uh, investment? Shit. We been investing. <laughs> <laughs> My bro been investing. Like, how else do you learn? Nah. <laughs> but we all, hey, his GPS had a, had a destination and he went through the path of that, that, that GPS. Did he it, went, did, he owned I, businesses. Man, he, I would, he, I would love to click that And dude. the interest happened there. Yeah. Well, hey, click, clack, eat right there. You know what I mean? We're going to make it happen. Hey, hey, we're, our office hey is let's right have down a part two of this. No, we hey, we going to have a part two. We're going to talk about money and all kind of stuff. CEO program will yeah. go more in depth because he's down. the man on that too. Yeah. But we're right down the street from you. And you just said that you was pulling up. Yeah. So we're going to see you again, bro. Oh, yeah. Because you yeah. said you was pulling up. I am. And I'm keeping the sea warm for you. Oh, friend. yeah. No, I want to. I want to. him right there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, so, Boy's been on the him, show, bro. too. He's been hanging out. I better see him. Nah, but I, he, he ain't said nothing, but he said a whole lot. Yes. Yeah. I don't need him to open his mouth. His brain taught me a whole lot in this whole session. I'm watching him. Yeah. You got a young soldier right here, man. Oh, I know. How old are you, oh, bro? Oh, I know it. So, you's a baby, homie. And not a baby in a, in a belittling way. You're a baby in the fact that you got so much life ahead of you, homie. You been almost 21. Yo, fulcrum, man. I was, going into, the, I was going into the feds at 21. You feel me? Yeah. Had three different states locked down. I'm sitting. I'm sitting. I, I got a Fed charge for conspiracy and, and, and to distribute marijuana. I made over a quarter million dollars in six months at 21. So 21 Oof. don't mean you young, bro. You just need the right guidance and get around the right people, That's bro. It right Because I see your energy and you're dope, homie. And you're going to make it happen, bro. So you just stay positive. You stay around these good dudes. And it's over. You don't have to go through the bullshit like we had to. You do not have to. So I'm 37 and still young and having fun. That's 17 years from where you're at right now. That's almost 20 years. You got two decades to make your shit pop right now. You got a, you got a, a an advancement to what I had. Because I didn't have no young homie sitting a, a older homie across from me telling me what I'm telling you right now. So you avoid the obstacles and you make this happen because you got to, bro. You ain't got no kids yet. You're a superhero right now, right now. bro. You, you start right now, bro. In 17 years, you can be a millionaire, homie, and help your community. I think starting from the sons. The sons yeah. is what, what pushed me. Took me off everything else. Yeah. Changed my life for good. And that's it. it. As long as you have that heart to, to, to know, understand that there's a uh, future beyond you i mean you're still young i mean mm-hmm. and like i told you man i wouldn't i would hate for my kids to look up to him mm-hmm. and so i would hate for him them to look up to him one day and then he has to look at 
them with sad eyes. You know what I mean? You heard how I was telling him earlier about like we he's dad right now. So they're looking up to him as dad. Yeah. But as he gets older and they get older right now, he's there soaking up everything for him. Mm. But there's going to become a point where they're not going to listen to him as much. They're going to listen to you. They're going to listen to you. Told me that same thing. So, okay. So I don't even know he had that conversation with you. So that just coming right back around. That's fate. That's universe coming right back at you. Mm. So you not only have a responsibility, you have a duty on your shoulder. Because those kids multiply them. There's more kids out there waiting for you. Exactly. And we need you, bro. Okay, and we need to change this bullshit around, homie. I don't even know your background, but I know you ain't had the best of shit. Okay, I don't need to know. I know. So you have a duty on your shoulders right now because we're gonna change this around for the future use, homie. With that being said, man, we want to thank Armand King from Great uh, Paving Great Futures. Beaming. Uh, what's happening? Beaming. With that being said, man, we want to appreciate you coming out once again. If you're looking for them on uh, Facebook, Instagram, it's Paving Great Futures. They have an event coming up this weekend at uh, the Four Corners of Life. It's been renamed. It's here in San Diego, California. And man, Armand, I want to appreciate you coming on. I uh, say I thank you, man. And uh, all you guys over there over at your uh, your your organization, organization, man. Bang. Yeah. With that being said, we out of here. Escalators. Shoot. Hey.